Welcome to Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin, and today I'll be discussing A Christmas Carol from 1938, starring Reginald Owen and directed by Edwin L. Marin. All right, so some behind-the-scenes details about A Christmas Carol from 1938. MGM released a record-breaking 375 prints of this film so that as many as possible could see it during the Christmas season. Another detail, Lionel Barrymore, known for his role in It's a Wonderful Life as Mr. Potter, he was originally set to play Scrooge but had to back out due to illness. All right, so now let's get into my thoughts on the plot. I give it a 3 out of 5, so to kind of backtrack, I've seen several versions of this story, A Christmas Carol. You know, I've seen the uh, the Disney version, both the CGI one, Jim Carrey, and also the Uncle Scrooge McDuck one. I've seen those. I've seen the Baham Deck. That's the Looney Tunes one. So I've seen a few versions of this movie. I'm pretty familiar with the storyline. And to me, I felt that this was not the best version of the film plot-wise. Because this is only an hour, 10 minutes, if that, film. So they had to cut out a lot. I think it's due to the restrictions of the era. There are other films that were longer. But it just seemed like a lot was lost, especially in the sequence where Scrooge goes to the Ghost of Christmas Past, you know, looks back at his history. I feel like that's a crucial part of the storyline because he sees he's kind of full of himself. He's like, yeah, look how great it was back then. And all that, but then the spirit shows him, no, you weren't that great. And then we show the present, and then he realizes how his actions are affecting people, so that by the time we get to the Christmas future or Christmas yet to come, he's like fully repentant, wants to change, and all of that. So to me, when you cut down on what I think is one of the more important parts of the story, the plot just doesn't work. And even if you weren't familiar with the story, it feels pretty quick how how easily he changes like we don't really see him fully as arrogant and fully see him saying oh i was perfectly fine nothing was wrong with me we don't really get that much of that another critique i have is this film focuses i think too much on the cratchit family you know bob cratchit and uh, this is in the the ghost of christmas present sequence that to me i think is way too long i really felt like we should have spent more time christmas past because to me that really is where the whole crux of the story is so we're missing that and it's spent way too much with the Cratchit family it's Scrooge's film but it feels more like their film you know if that makes sense which is not the point of the story the point of the story is a repentant man right so I feel like we're missing it here so yeah other than that though it's it's basically beat for beat the story um if you're familiar with it you'll recognize it it's not too different just they omit a lot and I feel like the stuff they admitted is actually really, really important to the whole premise and whole purpose of the story. All right, so now I'm getting to my thoughts on the acting. I gave it a three out of five. You know, I thought it was just okay. The actor for Scrooge, his name is Reginald Owen. I thought he was fine in the role, but he seemed a little too happy to be Scrooge. You know, we see him as angry and grumpy and all that, but not for super long. That's why I really love the Muppets version. I think Michael Caine is a much, much better version of the Scrooge character. I feel like it's not well represented here. It's like I said, we don't have that whole portion of him being super you know, full of himself, especially about his past that's missing. And so it just feels kind of empty and, and not the whole story. I feel like a good chunk of the film is missing. 
So yeah, I wasn't he too crazy with him. I think the Ghost of Christmas Present, the actor for him, I thought he was perfect for the role. He looked the part, you know, and did really, really well there. And like I was mentioning, you know, most of the film is with the Cratchit family. I thought they were fine, but Scrooge is the star of the film. We should have seen him more, you know, not just the Cratchit family. Because again, it's a Scrooge's story. This is him changing. This is him improving. And I feel like we're missing a good chunk of that. So that's why I gave it a three out of five. All right, so now I'll get to my thoughts on the directing. I gave it a two and a half out of five. I thought it was just okay. You know, I thought the director, his name is Edwin L. Marin. I've never heard of him before. He seems more of like a journeyman director. Um, he was competent, you know, like there weren't any jarring imagery or anything like that, but it just felt very flat and kind of boring. And also, I don't understand why you omit so many of the things that are important to the story, especially about Scrooge and overcoming his trials. You know, I. I don't understand that. I felt like it's a real, you know, real hindrance to the film that we didn't have that. So I got to blame someone, right? I, I would say it's probably more of the studio, but I, I was just a little disappointed with it. So that's why I gave it a two and a half out of five. All right, to cinematography and special effects, I gave it a four out of five. You know, it's limited for sure. I mean, this is from 1938. It's not the best special effects, but some of them were really, really cool and really interesting from this era. Like uh, Jacob Marley, you know, he's I think they filmed him like just on a black screen or something like that behind him. And then he's superimposed on the backgrounds in the real world. So he does look like a ghost. I thought that looked really cool and did really well there. The only critique I really had was with the Ghost of Christmas future. Uh, his costume looked a little silly. It didn't seem very scary. He was just like pointing you know like a normal person it wasn't all menacing or anything like that uh so i was a little disappointed with that i think other films like the one i'm thinking of right now is disney one with uncle scrooge where pete he's the ghost of christmas future he's very menacing very scary i feel like that's missing here uh in the costume for him was just okay it wasn't great so yeah th that's kind of my thoughts on cinematography and special effects you know camera work is fine kind of normal but Nothing too crazy. All right, so now my thoughts on the music. I give it a three out of five. I thought, it was, I thought it was just okay. It's nothing crazy, nothing, you know, out of the ordinary spectacular. The music that is there is just okay, kind of average. It's nothing major, nothing different or anything like that. So it's just average. There isn't a whole lot, like, like I've mentioned many times, uh, in the 30s, it wasn't as prevalent to have a score as it is in, say, like the 50s and 60s. So that's kind of a later on thing, but it, it's, they got Christmas music, you know, the classic songs and whatnot. It's nothing, but like I said, it's nothing spectacular. So yeah, three out of five. All right. So tallying that all up, that brings my letterbox score to a 3.1 out of five, which I'll be rounding to a three out of five. So would I recommend this movie? I'll be honest. No, I think there are better versions of this story especially the ones I mentioned, like the Disney ones and the Looney Tunes one, the Muppets one. Those are much, much better versions of this story, in my opinion. I feel like this one is very lacking, especially in comparison to those. Now, you may say, well, this is from the 30s, you know, this, they're pretty limited. But movies like Wizard of Oz came out in this era, and they have a much more dynamic story and character arcs and development. I feel like this one didn't have a whole lot. I feel like they omitted a lot of the important parts. So. If you're a fan of the story of A Christmas Carol, you'll probably be fine. But like me, you'll be like, well, what about this? What about this? You know, where are these 
moments that are key to his character arc. They're not here. They're kind of missing. So, yeah, those are my thoughts on the film. I think it was just an okay, okay film. My original intention was to watch the 1951 version with Alistair Sim, but that film was no longer streaming, and I couldn't find it anywhere in my local library or on Canopy, at least at the time of this recording. So I couldn't I couldn't watch it. So I ended up watching this one. This one is available on HBO Max, and I actually have a VHS copy of it as well. So yeah, those are kind of my thoughts on it. I don't really recommend it. I think stick to other versions of the film, and hopefully at some point I'll, re I'll uh, review that 1950s one, just so I can have a kind of a comparison in this era of which of the two is better. All right. Well, those are my thoughts on A Christmas Carol from 1938. Thank you so much for watching and listening to today's episode. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Really Old Movies, where I discuss details about the week's particular film. New podcast episodes are released Saturdays at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And video versions on YouTube and Rumble, Mondays at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been Really Old Movies. I'm your host, Harrison Scullin. Take care.